How's the market doing? It's fine. How's the market doing now? The same as it was five seconds ago. Stop worrying about market volatility. A good retirement plan will keep you from panicking when and if there's ever a panic, even during a correction or a mild recession. Get that solid retirement plan with lifetime income and protection from pitfalls. Get in touch with Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. This episode of Financial Safari is brought to you by Kevin Frisbee and Frisbee and & Associates for all your retirement needs. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Secure Act 2.0. It's currently being considered in Congress and most believe it will pass this year or next. So what could it mean for those planning for retirement? On today's show, some ways to be prepared for the changes that could impact retirement. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin Frisbee is here, as always. Uh, Kevin is uh, president of Frisbee & Associates, author of a great little book called Every Dime Every Day, and uh, so much more. Uh, hey, Kevin, how's it going? Hey, great. How are you doing today, Steve? Very, very well. Feeling summary. <laughs> summary, for sure. And, and be prepared, like I said in the beginning of the show, right? That was the old Boy Scout uh, commercials. Yeah. You remember those on sure. television? They, they had this little tagline, be prepared. So, And that's what that's we want to do. Well, That's what we want to do. And the SECURE Act, I mean, we talked a lot about that last year and, and well, leading up to it uh, when it passed, which was in December of 19 and went into effect uh, January of 20. So now we're talking SECURE Act uh, 2.0. So in other words, it's just sort of a continuation of that uh, setting every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement Act. I mean, a typical government uh, acronym. But um, but there are some... Now, Kevin, as, I, as I've looked through this, and, and again, I'm certainly no expert by any means, but it, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of negative in this thing. And I'll be curious to get your take on it. I, I agree with you. I've, I've sifted through this and we continue to watch to see when it's going to pass. We really, I would say if there's a chance, there's 95% chance it's going to pass at this point. It's already passed the Congress Ways and Means Committee, which is the basically the people that that uh, hold the checkbook uh, or control the checkbook. And, and the, some of the positiveness is it gives people a little bit more control of, especially with the required minimum distribution of when they take their money. And for me, I've got hundreds of clients that are in the range of nearing required minimum distribution age, which right now is 72. And, and some of them are still working and some of them tell me all the time saying, Kev, I, I don't really need the money. How do, we, how do we escape paying the taxes on this? Or how do we minimize the tax burden on this? And, and how do we, what do we do with the money after the fact? So it, it just, it sets us up where hopefully as it passes, we're going to have a little bit more control for our clients to be able to just kind of wait and, and leave the money in the investment and leave the money where it's at and not have to worry about the additional taxes right now. So what, is the, what are the proposed changes? What are we looking at? Well, some of the changes that uh, is being proposed from what I understand is uh, it's, it, they're talking about raising the RMDH to 75 and it's not going to be all at once. Here's the, here's the key. It's, it's funny, you know, when governments, <laughs> when legislators right, propose changes, they always do it in, in portions and, and kind of, it keeps confusion in there. And, Fits and, so and starts. <laughs> get, 
it keeps people like me in business, right? What right. happens is we, we have to we have to stay up on all this. So some of the uh, the initial increase in, in uh, RMD is going to be to 73 years old starting in January of 22, then 74 in January of 2021, and then it would rise to 75 by January of 2032. So you're talking about a long stretch out of of increases. So it won't be a, a big increase to 75 right right out of the gate. So sure. that's that's important to know, right? Um, it, another big deal, I think, is a big deal. Right now, the 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 uh, the steepest penalty that the IRS has on anything that they ever do or look at is a fifty percent penalty for missing your RMD. And so they're talking about reducing that from fifty percent down to twenty five percent. And and if you can miss, if you can, if you make a mistake and, and forget it, let's say, and you you get it corrected, they're only going to reduce your your penalty down to ten percent. I I'm I'm chuckling here because that. that just going through this, the 50, 50, 50% penalty was so astronomical that, you know, and I've seen some people step on that and make a mistake and not do that. Now, if you, if you make a mistake and only a 10% penalty, that's, that's not such a bad deal. Right. Well, again, that, I mean, that seems to me like, I mean, obviously a good thing because, you know, some, I mean, stuff happens, right? It does happen. I, you, we tell the story all the time in our seminars saying, hey, you, you want to make sure that, you know, you don't want to go to December 31st and you're out at a uh, New Year's Eve party and all of a sudden you, you slip and fall and you, you, you know, you break your leg, you're in the hospital the next day, it's January 1, and you wake up in the hospital saying, hey, I forgot to do my RMD yesterday, right? Because right. I was out partying. Well, all of a sudden, the IRS doesn't care if you if you miss that deadline. It's it's a hard deadline. So now there's at least some some things you can go back and say, oh, I made a mistake or I forgot it or something happened and I can go fix that and I'm only going to be penalized a smaller portion uh, of, of that money. So let's talk about this auto enrollment into a 401k. If an employer offers a 401k, when you start, you're going to essentially automatically be enrolled. That doesn't seem to me to be an all bad thing. It's not. And you know what? A lot of employers are automatically doing this now. They, oh, are they, they really? Have an auto en- yeah. So they have an auto- This has been going on for a few years now. They have an auto enroll. So if you if you start a new job, they're going to automatically enroll you in the 401k. So you have to actually check a box to opt out of it. So the deal is trying to get younger people particularly to start saving for retirement and just carve off a, a few percent or you know whatever that number is. And the, the key by auto enrollment is once people start that, they're less likely to stop it. And and once they see, you know, a handful of paychecks that, hey, it's not gonna really, it's not gonna hurt me. It's actually, I can see it's probably not much reduction at all, if any. Um, they they don't mind now having that contribution go in. And and now hopefully the companies that they work for have the match money. And so they can they can if you're in your twenties, let's say you're 25, 30 years old and you start a new job and you get auto enrolled and and even if you don't put any additional into that, it's going to build up pretty quickly, especially if you get 30 or 40 years in front of you to, to, to tuck that money away and get all that growth. Right. And again, well, and it only is 3% to start and then up 1% a year. It's kind of doing what you recommend all along, increase that contribution to your 401k. I've been preaching that for years, for decades, really. And exactly right, Steve. So again, it's not a bad thing. I think it's positive. And I think companies have been, and HR managers have been proactive in the last several years about getting that set up where people are automatically enrolled. And, and I, I think it's a good thing. Sure. Then uh, I like the catch-up contributions. I mean, we're going to be able to contribute more. And, and as, as we get a little bit older and maybe life gets a little bit better in terms of income, boy, here's a chance to really take it in. 
Yeah, you know, here's the thing too. As people get older, right, and you you have your your, your peak earnings years, let's say, and you're paying down debt, and maybe you get to your you're 62 years old and you have no debt left. Hopefully, everything's paid off for the most part, and all of a sudden you've got extra cash. And so, what do you do with the extra cash? So now they're they're proposing again. It's not passed yet, but they're they're proposing letting you increase uh, additional catch up above 62. Let's say you're between 62 and 64. You can contribute right now to the 401k and 403b plan. They're they're proposing that you could put a potential extra ten thousand dollars up from a current sixty five hundred dollar um, for participants in the simple sure. IRA and con- contribute an additional five thousand up from three thousand in the simple in the simple. So again, not I think this positive. I think it allows people the the choice to be able to put more pre tax money aside, especially in their peak earnings years when they don't have any deductions anymore. Right. Well, and again, so that's a good thing. And uh, Folks, if you want to learn some more, 800-998-5649 is the number that can get you started. Uh, I, I like this, sort of a national lost and found for 401ks. You know, I was I was reading an article just a few days ago. It's funny you bring that up because there's actually a database that they're trying to compile. And I didn't realize this. There was, I forget the number, there was 50 million, or maybe it was in the billions, I can't remember, of of lost and found 401k monies of so you know and I'm, they're not big in most cases they're three four five thousand bucks but if people work for a company and they lost touch with that 401k and they maybe moved and they stopped getting the statements there's money sitting out there so if you're listening to the show and you've had several job changes in the past and you're not sure I would dig out some paperwork and, and try to dig out online and find out who those companies that you work for are, who runs the 401ks, and start making some calls because it's possible. They're not doing a debit, they're doing a database for a reason, right? There's there's a lot of accounts out there that they want to tie to their owner. Well, and again, that that would what a what a pleasant surprise to talk about found money, huh? Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's too bad, pleasant surprise in, in one way it's found money, but too bad that you lost all that time of properly managing that sure. money I see. and uh, and trying to grow it as best you can. So let's talk about this. I know there's some other things here, but um, t- the matching funds and student loans, explain that one to me. And, and is that a good thing? So matching funds and student loans, um, you know, when you look at uh, the proposed legislation would allow employers to make matching contributions to workers' retirement accounts based on a worker's own student loan payment. So I think it's positive. Again, they're, they're trying to address one of the biggest problems we have in our country financially right now is the $1.8 trillion with a T in student loan debt that is an albatross around the necks of a lot of our younger people. And so the, the, the legislators are trying to be creative in some ways to try to help take off some of that burden, even if it's a little amount, to, to help people you know, get the, the student loan debt paid down quicker. So as long as you're making student loan payments, the, the your employer could actually match that for you? Yeah, it, that's what the proposal, it sounds wow. like, is, is going to be. So again, I, I think it's a great way to address one of the biggest financial problems we have in this country, and that's student loan debt. Well, and you've said many times, Kevin, that, that, that you know, just, you, you still have student loan debt. You could be in your 50s or even in your 60s and still be paying student loan debt. And, and you know what, especially if you start a later career, I've had some people come in in their mid-40s and all of a sudden they, they got their doctorate degree and they're, they're making a lot of money right now, but now they, they've got two hundred fifty or in one case, they had $350,000 in student loan debt. And yeah, you have a higher income, but you've got a lot, hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt and you're in your mid-40s in some cases. So sure. it, you know that happens typically when people, when it's later like that, obviously they change career or something happens. 
but again, it's a big problem across the country with a lot of people, regardless of their age. And again, I think that the politicians are trying to lay in some creative ideas to try to lift that burden a little bit. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, we're, we're up against the clock here, but I'm going to count on you to keep us up to date on all of the latest changes that, that are going to happen with this thing. And, and I know you will. So, sounds great. We will, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. All right, folks, here it is. It's a great opportunity to be able to sit down and, and get that financial roadmap put together. Kevin and his team at Frisbee and Associates, they can take that complex financial world and really turn it into something that, that makes sense. It's an excellent chance for you to get that true practical financial review. And it starts with a phone call, 800-998-5649. You're going to be able to get that comprehensive financial review. You will see where you are today, yes, of course, but most importantly, you'll end up with a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. Call right away. Next 10 callers, 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Are we headed towards a recession? We don't know for sure. When we come back, we'll give you some recession facts you need to know just in case. You've worked all your life. You've saved. You've played by the rules. Now it's time to retire. Here's the question. Who do you want relaxing and taking it easy? Your nest egg or you? Well, of course, you want to relax and travel and enjoy. And sorry, nest egg, you've got more work to do. For a retirement that maximizes your portfolio, your social security, avoids unnecessary risks, and protects you from pitfalls, and frankly lets you retire and keeps the nest egg working, you need a retirement partner. You need someone looking out for your best interest and building a plan for you based on your situation. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649. Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Hey, we're back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And uh, again, so in the first segment, Kevin, we uh, kind of broke down the Secure Act 2.0, what that means. And now we're going <laughs> to... We're going to sort of tread into some territory that there's a lot of what ifs. I mean, you know, we hear about it. We hear recession. Um, you know, is, are we going to have a recession? I mean, these are all things we can't answer. Um, but let's talk a little bit about it and and you know, maybe we can be prepared. Here's, here's the one thing about a recession that we do know, that there will be one at some point in the future. We just don't know when it's going to okay. be. Okay. That's the downside because they can't, you can't predict that. 
And and isn't it true that that oftentimes once we're in a recession, I mean, people don't realize it until after it's already well underway. Well, that's true. And that, the problem with that, and the reason for that is, is a lot of people pay attention to their investments maybe once a month or once a quarter. And so you could be slipping into a recession. And the definition of a recession is two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. Well, if you don't pay any attention to your investments, all of a sudden we could be slipping into one. And by the time you, you open your next statement, hopefully you're opening your statements. I hear sometimes that people just tuck them in a the drawer and don't pay attention to them. But it could be the next time you open your statement on your investment account, all of a sudden it's down four, five, six percent. And all of a sudden the next month it's down four, five, six percent. We could be in the midst of a, a potential recession. So how does the government try to prevent that or do they? Well, I think what's going on right now with the, inf the, the, the inflationary cycle that we're seeing and the government's allowing a hot inflation cycle right now, that's one way the government believes, again, not saying it's, it's the right way to go, but they believe by creating additional inflation, it'll keep us from going backwards in a recessionary cycle. My concern is you let inflation run hot enough and all of a sudden it, it will force the, the politicians, to, to the Federal Reserve to raise interest rates at some point. God forbid it's anything like the 1970s when, when they had to jack rates up. It, it stifled the growth of the economy and it put us almost in a depression in the 1970s. In fact, you could call it a depression probably by definition. So my concern right now with inflation running hot, if the politicians and the, the Federal Reserve do allow rates to go higher, and I think they're backed in the corner, by the way. I mean, with the amount of debt that we have in this country, they really can't let rates go higher, but they can't let inflation get to 6 7 or 8% either. That would not be a good thing. All right. So if it's two negative quarters of, of GDP growth or lack thereof, um, so once that happens, then how long does the recession last? It seems, you know, we talked about this a year ago uh, that there was a recession, but what lasted like five days or something. I mean, you know, that's an exaggeration, but still, yeah, how yeah. Do, how long do they last usually? Yeah, but that co when you talk about COVID, COVID was and, and that whole complete pullback in the markets and the, and the uh, decline in GDP. It's, it was unprecedented, number one. I hate to use that word because it was overused, but but we, we had a V-shaped recovery and that just doesn't happen. It's, it's never happened before. So the normal pullback in a recessionary cycle of the overall markets is about a month and a half, about 18 months. And so when you look at that cycle, if the market starts down, again, don't look at the COVID year, but in a normal market pullback cycle, it's an 18-month decline. You look at 2007, of uh, fall of 2007 to March of 2009. That was 18, 19 months while the market was it, was, it was volatile going higher and lower, but for the most part, it was on a trajectory lower before it hit the bottom of March March 6th of uh, 2009 before we bounced. It took six years, by the way, five and a half years to get back to the levels of what it hit in in uh, the fall of 2007. So just to get to even. Yeah, just to get to even. That's right. Wow. So you lost, if you're an investor, you lost five, five and a half years of time, which is a big deal, by the way, when you look at the, the big scheme of things. Go back to 2000. And 2002, people forget when the planes hit the towers on 9-11, we were already in a recession in the United States. We were coming off the dot-com bubble. And the planes hit the towers obviously made it worse in our economy than it should have been. We were down a 55 percentile during the 2000 and 2002. And also it was 55 percent during the 2007 to 2009 event. You look at those, both of them took about five and a half years to get back to the levels of where they started at. So there was basically a lost decade. In the last 20 years, you've had 10 years of comeback 
But that was comeback to to make up for the losses that you had during those two cycles, if you were in the market during those two cycles. I'm not saying this is in front of us in, in the near term, but I will tell you right now, a recession and a pullback in the market again like that will happen. I, I tell people all the time, if you go back 33 years, go back to 1987, we've had five major market events, including the COVID. You had COVID, you had 2007 to 2009, 2000 to 2002, you had the 1992 savings and loan crisis, you had the 1987 um, stock market crash. So if you're 60 years old today, and, and that's 33 years back, if you're 60 years old today, the likelihood of you having another three or four events, major market pullbacks, are very, very high. Because if you live another 30 years, you're going to have some of those events. So it's not a matter of if a recession is going to happen again. It's are you prepared for that next time? Because now if you're 60 or 65, you don't have the time in front of you anymore to, to have five or six years to get back to even. Well, that's, that begs the question. How, how do we prepare for that, Kevin? In other words, you know, you can't stop getting older and you're going to retire and, and we have no control over what the economy's doing. How do we deal with that? Well, here's the answer. So I was on the Howie, I'm on a Howie car show every week, every Thursday right. afternoon, 10 minutes to four. Howie and I had this discussion a few weeks back and he said, Kevin, I'm worried about people's investments. And I said, Howie, I'm not as concerned as what you're saying because of how our our money managers manage our client's portfolio. We do it tactically. We, we don't do a buy and hold strategy. And he said, explain the tactical versus buy and hold. And it was, it was and it, we didn't prep this. He just teed me up perfectly. I said, well, here's the difference. Our, our portfolios and our portfolio managers are actively watched every single day. So that if something changes in the markets, and we've got, by the way, computer algorithms that are built into our portfolios so that if something happens, we can move quickly. And COVID happened, right? All of a sudden, by by the 1st of March, we had everybody, every one of our clients out of the stock market. We were in gold, treasuries, and cash, and we parked them there for a handful of weeks until we got an all-clear sign to be able to kind of dip our toe back in. To that point, if you're in a buy and hold strategy and you're buying mutual funds that you're buying and, and parking them there, you're going to take a ride, and there's nothing you can do about it. So we're not trying to time the market on a tactical nature. We're actually just maneuvering. And, and making changes as market conditions change. And it's a different thing than just trying to jump in or jump out. We're actively, you know, watching the money and, and moving it as needed. Well, I mean, that's good that you're proactive and, and that's with your clients in mind, obviously. And, and you know, and there are things that we can do to ourselves to sort of make things a little bit easier. And I mean, one of them, although may not be the best choice, but, you know, keep working, stay part time. Well, you know what? I saw a lot of people back in after the 08, um, 09 that, uh, pullback that we had that all of a sudden didn't have enough, didn't feel like they had enough money in their retirement accounts anymore. So they did keep working. And so again, if you have the health and you have the ability to work and you have a job that's going to keep you on, I guess that's okay. But I certainly wouldn't want to be forced into that situation. If you want to work because you want to work and, and have something to do, fine. But you don't want to have to stay at work or go back to work, God forbid, because of market pullbacks. You want to have some protections and provisions put in place that, that you don't have to deal with that down the road. And that's assuming you, you have the, the health to be able to go back to work, God forbid, something happened. So I have a note here that talks about perhaps an annuity as a consideration. Is that, could, well, that, could that so be a hedge? It, it, it could be a hedge with, with some, again, there's a lot of positives and negatives about annuities, and we can have the discussion if somebody wants to come in and talk about it. But we, there's, there's one type of family of annuity that we would propose and bring to the table for some safety of part, part of the portfolio if somebody wanted to have that conversation. But it's not the, the end-all, be-all. It's not the answer to everything. I think that more so the tactical management, risk management 
of your investments currently are, are the most important thing to look at first. And that's why, I mean, again, it, it goes to the to working with the right advisor, like, you know, at Frisbee and Associates, you're a fiduciary firm, you're independent, you're proactive, you're tactical managers. I mean, all of those things as a client, we can kind of take a deep breath and say, whew, they got my back. Yeah. And, I, and by the way, our team of, we've got several different money managers, teams of money managers, that, because we manage nearly $2 billion nationally with our, with our firm. And I've seen some advisors I actually had a conversation with a uh, an advisor that he's he's uh, 70 71 72 years old looking to retire and we we're looking to maybe acquire his his clients his book of business and so we sat looked at his uh, how he how he did things he was by himself him and a couple office people but he was making all those choices of all his clients investments by himself and he's done it for 30 something odd years and I said God bless you for doing that it's a grind but at the end of the day how much risk is that to your clients that you're the only guy responsible yeah. to make those choices and I you know you look at different models of different advisors and I'm like oh we're certainly not going to do that we're going to make sure we've had we have protections in place where we have teams of portfolio managers so that's not relying on one advisor to make those changes well, and I, and I think, <laughs> wow, that, that I mean, that's remarkable that, that he was able to do that. But boy, I sure like the way your approach is a lot. It seems a lot better, a lot safer. Oh, no, no doubt about it. I mean, imagine, God forbid, something happened to him. All of a sudden, his clients are, you know, if he's incapacitated and his clients are, are hanging out there in the market as a pullback, what in the world do they do? I mean, they're, it's their responsibility to try to call and get the, the, the position changed and maybe move the account, but it could be too late, all right? Like, sure. like I said earlier in the show, right? When some people don't even realize a recession's in place until it's they've seen a couple of statements, they've seen the declines in their investments. Right, exactly. Well, again, you know, we've been talking about recession and and it's not it's not it's not if it's when, but we don't know when. That's the big question. But again, to me, it makes sense to to work with somebody like you, Kevin, just to make sure that that we're covered. It's about having an advisor and a firm that you're with that number one you're comfortable with, and number two that will will have your back. To your point. And, and the fact that we do fee-based, our incentive, it puts us in the same team as our clients. We're incentivized. So if we grow our clients' money, we end up doing better ourselves as a firm. If we lose money, we lose money as a firm. So we, I like that strategy. It's transparent and it's it's just it's the, it's the only way to go. Folks, I would say now is a great time to give Kevin a call. Get on his calendar. Have that conversation. Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today... We're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, don't miss this opportunity. It is a good one to be able to really put that financial roadmap together. Kevin and the team at Frisbee and Associates, I mean, you know, whether it's a recession or whether it's Secure Act 2.0, they're on the front end of things. They keep up to date and can help you sort of 
take that complex financial world and, and turn it into something that really makes sense. It's an excellent chance for you to get a true practical financial review. And it starts with that call, 800-998-5649. You heard Kevin, the next 10 callers right now. Get that comprehensive financial review. You see where you are today, but more importantly, you walk out with a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now. 800-998-5649. The good news is some expenses may go down after retirement. The bad news is some may go up. We'll break it down the list when we come right back. When should I take my Social Security? How much risk can I tolerate? I'm afraid I'm overpaying in taxes. Did I save enough? I can't keep up with all these rules. There are a lot of components to your retirement, and it certainly can seem overwhelming. It's time to establish a partnership with a professional who can provide you with a written plan, the proper strategies, and then be there with you along the way. That's Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, Many of us look forward to the day we retire. We look forward to having more time to spend with our families, enjoying every day, and maybe even taking that dream vacation out on the open road. Employee Benefit Research Institute's 25th Annual Retirement Confidence Survey found, sadly enough, that just 22% of us workers are very confident that we'll have enough money as we head into retirement. Now, statistics like this need to change. Don't let the fear of uncertainty turn your retirement dream into a retirement nightmare. We can help you see how much risk you're taking, those potential red flags that could cause problems for you down the road, such as tax liability, as well as the big one, folks. How much are you paying in fees or commissions with your current plan or advisor? Call Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. A billion dollar bills laid end to end with stretched 96,900 miles winding around the earth nearly four times. A trillion dollars laid in the same manner with stretched for 96,906,656 miles a distance farther than the sun. If you laid $1 billion side by side like tile, they would cover about four square miles. A trillion dollars laid out the same way would cover approximately 3,992 miles or 1,000 square miles larger than the states of Rhode Island and Delaware combined. Finally, how long would it take to spend each amount? If you spend $40 per second around the clock, it would take you 289 days to exhaust a billion dollars. If you did the same thing with a trillion dollars, it would take you 792.5 years to go broke. And you may ask, what comes after a trillion? How about quadrillion? Quintillion, sextillion, septillion, octillion, nonillion, and decillion. Let's hope we never get that far with the national debt. And what would $1 trillion buy? According to Kiplinger.com, $1 trillion would buy 41,999,160 new cars, 140 billion hours of labor, a year salary for 18 million teachers, Congress for the next 10,742 years, the star power of LeBron James for the next 50,000 years, 1.33 trillion chocolate bars, also 4,000 celebrity divorce settlements, 
It would generate $6.2 billion a month guaranteed for life. It would earn $12.9 billion of interest on a one-year CD. It would pay 56.8 million U.S. Army privates. It would cover 19.2 million American families. It would pay estate taxes for 2,871 billionaires. And $1 trillion would buy $1 million spending a day for nearly 3,000 years. <laughs> for Funny Money, I'm Teresa Opeka. We're back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall and uh, having a great conversation today with Kevin. Kevin is the author of a book called Every Dime Every Day. Highly recommend it. Also president of Frisbee and Associates. And uh, so I, I like this. Yeah, some things go up, some things go down. Uh, but, you know, living on a fixed income, we've got to be aware of those subtleties and those not so subtleties of, of our income. Yeah, you know, one of my biggest concerns today, Steve, is with the inflationary cycle running hot and the government allowing it to run hot, and, it, and for the foreseeable future, by the way, that's not going to slow down anytime soon, is the people living on fixed income are the people that are going to get hurt the worst. So yeah, I was reading an article the other day saying, oh, you know, the retirees are going to get a real bump in their social security checks for, for 2022. Well, what does real bump mean? Is that a Because th- historically, it's been 2% as an average, right? Going yeah. back several years. So is a real increase in your social security going to be 3%, 3.5%? Well, what good is that going to do you when inflation's running at six? It, right? It doesn't make it, you're still going to fall backwards and they're going to increase your medical costs, right? Your Medicare costs. So you're not really going to get a 3%. I'm using that number. I'm not, I don't know exactly what it's going to be yet. Right. To that point, it, it's a problem. These people on fixed incomes that don't have enough money saved up in their retirement accounts are really going to get pinched. And I'm, 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 I'm not looking forward to, to seeing what's going to go on. Right. Well, let's talk about that. And I want to get into RMDs too, but let's talk about the Medicare premiums and how that works because that goes up every year. And even though our social security goes up every year, I mean, can it be a wash? It, it has been a wash many times in the past. Maybe okay. if you're a few dollars ahead, but the, the whole point of getting an inflation bump in your social security check is to pay higher costs at the grocery store, higher costs in the, in the gas pump, and higher costs on things that you go shop for and buy, right? Yeah. But at the same time, they give you that increase, they're going to increase your Medicare cost, the healthcare cost. And by the way, the healthcare inflation rate is actually, and, and, and this is the actually declared rate, is anywhere from 13 to 17% annually. Holy cow. So how in the world are you going to get a 3% raise in your Social Security and keep up with, or even a 50 if they give you a four or four and a half percent raising your social security, how can you keep up with healthcare costs and Medicare premiums going? How are you not going to? No. Well, all right. That's good. <laughs> good stuff to think about. 800-998-5649 if you want to get a head start, folks. Let's talk about RMDs, required minimum distributions. I mean, if you're if you're not playing it right, it can have a real serious effect, a negative effect, impact on our retirement. Yes. Yeah, so people don't realize how to calculate required minimum distributions and, and, and the effect of it. So here's how to basically count count your uh, your distribution. By the way, irs.gov has this this chart. They take your the number 100 minus your age, and there's a, a, a number to divide by. So if you're 72 years old, it's 3.91%. And it, it will climb. That, that percentage will climb as you get older. By the time you're 85, it's like five and three quarter percent. That percentage that they calculate is based on your account value of your retirement account from the previous December 31st statement. So 
It's easy to figure if you go look and pull your statement from December 31, what was the account value at the end of the year, go figure out your chart, what age you are, uh, do that multiplier, and then that percentage is the amount of percentage you have to take from your previous December 31st uh, account value. Wow, okay. Four percent, roughly, and it goes up from there. Yeah, and again, so when th- if with Secure Act 2.0, we're looking at increasing the uh, age to take that first RMD. So that could be uh, that could have a positive impact on things from a planning standpoint. It could, but you know, as we talked about, if they do it in in the uh, proposal that they have out there right now, it's only going to raise it for one year. And uh, you know, for the for the current people that are right. like 71, 72 years old, so you're only going to get one year reprieve after that. You 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 know, it's going to be several years before it goes to 74 and 75. So I saw here where it's it says that that they require or you know the required minimum distribution the RMD goes until you turn 115. <laughs> I mean, goodness gracious! Yeah, it, uh, yeah, that, that's the try. You know, the, the, the <laughs> governments have everything prepared, right? They, well, they sure. Figure that this is going to be a chart. We don't have to worry about this after 115. Um, here, here's the thing. I it's it's rare for me to find. Uh, at least in, in today's world, rare to, for me to find anybody in their mid-90s that still have uh, IRA money set aside. And okay. here's partly why most of those people, they they were brought up in the Great Depression. They, they were great savers and all. But a lot of those people either work for uh, shoe shops or paper mills or government agencies, and they had pension money and didn't have really set aside uh, retirement monies, uh, 401ks or IRA type monies. So they really had the pensions and the social security, so they didn't have a lot. So usually they're spending that money by the time they get to be the mid-90s anyway. Okay. Well, I, got, I hadn't thought about that, but that makes sense because, I, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, let's talk about, um, and we talked a little bit about this in the last segment, about it's it's harder to wait out a market, uh, a down market, uh, once you retire. And and But those are the kinds of things you can help us prepare for as well. Well, we, we started to kind of touch on this a little bit last segment, right, where when you when you talk about market volatility and you're if you're in a buy and hold strategy and the markets typically have a five to six year time period to get back to the even point, well, if you're retired and if you're seventy years old, let's say, and you you've got to wait six years, otherwise, the problem is if you're taking minimum distributions out of your account or using money just for basic income needs, well, now you by taking the money out of the market out of the investments, you're locking in potential losses if the market does turn down. So. I like to set up a strategy where we take a, and carve off some money in something that's got some guarantees where you have no market risk and then you've got your market money so that if the market does change and start to go down, we can change the withdrawal of, of the account we're taking the money from. So I'm all for taking money from the account in the market that's going up. But once that starts down, you want to leave the market account alone as best you can, as long as you can, and then start taking money that you've set aside in that guaranteed account. Sure. And and so uh, what we're talking about here is some costs in retirement that could go up or down. And um, let's see. So other than other than health related costs, expenses, some of your expenses may go down. I mean, not necessarily early in retirement. Is that fair? Well, some of the expenses may go down. Um, some people, as they get older, will usually do less activities. So you, when I when I talk to people about building a budget and, and building a lifestyle to the budget, you look at what are the expenses on the front end of that. If you're younger and healthier, you're likely to be more active and spend a little bit more money, maybe do some more traveling. So that the expenses on the front end could be heavier of retirement and then they dwindle down, theoretically dwindle down. And, and a lot of times I tell people, you think they're going to dwindle down, but when you look at inflation over the next 20 years, you could be doing less activity 
but have the same expense because of inflation. Sure. Well, again, that that makes sense. And and um, well, you talk about healthcare in general, and and you talked about the inflation rate in healthcare. I mean, that is a big, big deal, and it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. And and there are ways to to, to protect us from that as well. Oh, it's going somewhere, Steve. It's going higher. Going I mean, higher. Yes, exactly. I mean, there's no preventing that, right? I mean, you see see the healthcare costs are out of control. It's one of the one of the things that we got to get some sort of control on this on in this country. And um, I'm not going to get political, but there's a lot of reform, tort reform and lawsuit reform, all that kind of thing that can happen to start to put a control on some of the healthcare costs. That being said, though, it's not being done. So for the foreseeable future, unless changes are made, you're going to see healthcare inflation rates run at 13 to 17% or higher. And so at the end of the day, what's that going to do in the future? It's going to increase your healthcare premiums, your Medicare supplement or Advantage plan won't be able to sustain the same zero premium or whatever they, that might be proposing to you right now. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to start sending you a bill saying, hey, you can keep this plan, but healthcare costs are going higher. We have to pay the bill on the other side. And they pass that bill on to who? The consumer. That's what I was going to ask you is that you know just because you're on Medicare doesn't necessarily insulate you from that, that you know, healthcare inflation. Not at all. As I just explained, so as as you have, let's say, a Medicare Advantage plan with no, no premium dependent on the county you're in, or a supplement plan that you're paying a, a premium but having a lot of benefit to or minimal out-of-pocket, the insurance companies are not, they're in business, right, to make money. And so they're not going to eat that themselves. They're going to, pa- they're, they're, they're profit-based companies. They're going to pass that on to the consumer. And if that means higher premium or less benefit or more or higher deductibles, whatever those are going to be, um, they're going to do that. They're going to readjust those plans every year. And so you, you're not going to escape if you're on Medicare from higher costs of inflation in the healthcare sector. It's going to be passed on to each and every individual. So there is another part of this that has really nothing to do with money, but it's got to do with time and how you spend your time. And, and you know, depression is a big deal, especially in, in, in the retirement community. I mean, it certainly can creep up on you. You know what? Here's the thing I tell people all the time from my vantage point and the, and the feedback that I get from hundreds and hundreds of clients that we have here. Um, it, the most important things you need to do in retirement is number one, stay busy mentally and physically. That, that That's number one and two. Fe- mentally and physically busy. I love the clients that come in, they've retired and they come in and say, yeah, I, I don't know you know, how I was able to do everything when I had a job. I'm so busy today. Those are great conversations that I hear because their activities, they're, they're, they're chasing their friends around, doing different stuff. They're, they're playing golf. They're chasing their grandkids around, doing different things. It, it's fun to watch that transpire and, and, and how they recreate themselves. The people that stay parked at home and parked in front of the, the, the television set and aren't mentally and physically staying active, they're, they're not long for this world. And, and all of a sudden, depression sets in, health conditions set in, and uh, it's, it's a vicious cycle sometimes uh, to, to the downward side. Is that part of your process, dealing with the emotional side of retirement? Oh God, yes. I mean, you know, I had a a, a counselor. He's a he's out of uh, Pittsburgh. Reach out to me. He's got a national podcast, and he's asking for a. Uh, uh, he wanted to interview a, a a financial counselor, basically. And and I call him back up, and I said, Well, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a counselor, but I'm a marriage counselor. I'm a I'm this. I'm that. And <laughs> yes. Besides being a financial advisor, he chuckled, but he's actually looking for a doctorate um, to, to interview on the podcast. And I'm not a doctor, no. so. But 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 it was a funny conversation because it's, yeah I, I said emotionally people have different thoughts and ideas about money, and so how they think about money, how they deal with money, how they spend 
or not spend. And, and it all is tied to emotions and how people are brought up and those, a lot of factors with it. Well, folks, if you'd like to have that conversation, Kevin would be happy to sit down with you and, and do just that. It starts with that phone call. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value they were going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800-998-5649. You heard, Kevin, the next 10 callers get that comprehensive financial review. You see where you are today, yes, but more importantly, you end up with that roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. In short, you've got nothing to lose. Give us a call, 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now, 800 998 Five six four nine. We need to take a break, but when we return, we'll jump into some questions from listeners. We'll be right back. Hey, Walter, I hear you need knee surgery. Who's your doctor anyway? Doing it myself. Found a great YouTube tutorial. And then there's this. Carl, who's your attorney for your court date? You're looking at them. All those years of watching L.A. Law going to finally pay off. Scary, right? So is going it alone with your retirement planning. You need an expert with you. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. It's your go-go years. So let's get going with another retirement road trip. Road trip? Huh. Not yet, but we are excited about when we can again. In the meantime, let's set up some temporary road trips you can make at home. Maybe call them haul trips. Come with me. Let me introduce you to an area of the home meant to keep your vehicle out of the elements. Where's your car? In the driveway? Why is that? Well, let's go inside and take a look. Oh, now I see why. Let's see what we have here. Old treadmill turned clothes hanger collecting dust now. Old newspapers. Hmm. I see Reagan beat Mondale. Nice TV. Vintage 1989. Who wants to watch Cheers? When cabin fever sets in, you can finally do what you've been saying. One of these days, I'm cleaning it out. Follow me to another area of the house. In my day, we called this room a kitchen. Now, what's that odd-looking appliance there? No, 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 not the microwave. You know that one. The one over there. It's called an oven or a stove or both. Anyway, in another time, people would prepare meals on and in this device. And many times, others would gather around for maybe a little wine, some appetizers, and great conversation. Now, come in here. This is called a dining room. Now, back in the olden days, families would gather around this thing called a table, enjoy a meal together, and not check social media. No, they'd actually do a little something we used to call talk. Here, I'll go ahead and take your reservation for tonight at 6. 
And by the way, this room doubles as a card playing table room after dinner, or maybe board games. Now, you know this room, it's the bathroom. What's this? You're out of you know what? Time for a real safe social distancing road trip to the store to find out they're still out. Any room in your home is a great room to go online and set up a virtual conversation with your retirement advisor and learn how to build a solid plan for yourself with income and risk protection. Hopefully soon we can all get back out on the road. Hey, we are back on the final segment of Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin is author of a book called Every Dime Every Day. Highly recommend that. Uh, I'm just going to call it a bestseller. That's all there is to it, Kevin. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate, I'll take that from you. I'll, right. I appreciate that, Steve. <laughs> okay. Well, again, but I mean, so one of the things that you guys are doing, and, and you seem to be gaining momentum, you know, and, and that's in the seminars. They're back, and, and they're coming on strong, and, and you're saying that people are coming out and, and just enjoying the, the time together. Yeah, we we uh, we're not having the attendance that we had pre-COVID, but we're having. We just had a, a seminar up in the Brewer area, and we had like forty people in a room, and and to me, that's a that's a that's a win. That's a that's a, that's a great sign. I think people are you know sometimes we have 40, 50, 60 people depending on the location in the state. So we we've got upcoming seminars. If people are listening, um, if they want to come out and uh, and be in a live seminar, we're still doing some separation. We're, we're still doing things safely, obviously, as best we can, but. We have an asset preservation workshop scheduled at the Hilton Garden Inn from 10 a.m. until noontime. That's going to be on Wednesday, June 23rd. And then all the way after, can you believe July 4th is around the corner? Oh, it really is. Summer's all over. All the way. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's amazing. Summer's almost over here in Maine. That's right. So <laughs> you've got, we've got a, uh, a retirement income planning workshop going to be held at the Hilton Garden Inn in Auburn, Maine also on July 8th, which is a Thursday from 6 to 7, 15 p.m. So free complimentary. We give out books. We give out all kinds of stuff at the seminars. More importantly, we give out a ton of great information. Sure. All right, folks, 800-998-5649. All right, we got some questions for you. Uh, let's go to Jeanette in Herman. Uh, she says, I recently turned 65. Can I still enroll in a 403B plan that my employer offers? Yes, of course. There's no real limit at all to enrolling in a uh, employer-sponsored plan as long as you're working for the company and as long as they as long as you're working enough hours, I know there's some companies that have limitations on how many hours people have um, to be able to qualify for the employer plan. But yeah, I would uh, highly recommend it, Jeanette. If you uh, if you're only 65, you might have some time in front of you working, and and why not tuck a few extra bucks. Uh, pre-taxed away into something that you can use uh, down the road. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 800-998-5649. Ron is in Wiscasset. Uh, he says, I was advised to consolidate as many of my retirement accounts as possible. I have about seven accounts, a traditional IRA, a Roth, several 403Bs. I was told that it was good to have 403B accounts because they have protections that other accounts don't have, such as from creditors and lawsuits. I can't move any money into the 403B because they are from old employers, but I can move the other money. I can move the money to other accounts. Should I hold on to these accounts or should I consolidate them? That's a great question. A lot of detail there. So usually consolidation is is usually the best idea. I'm not overly uh, crazy about the idea of the 403B options. They're usually very limited to what you have for investment options. And I, I think if you look outside in a, in a traditional IRA or Roth IRA chassis, 
especially work, working with a tactical advisor like like a firm like ours or another firm that does similar investing strategies like ours, um, you're going to have better choices. You're probably going to have less risk. You're probably going to make more money uh, in it in it outside of the 403b. Okay, well that makes sense. And and uh, so again, to consolidate all of those accounts, that that pretty much is what you recommend. I know you've said that in the past. Yeah, and it's it's a matter of coming in. If somebody's got several accounts, we've had somebody come in with six, eight, ten separate <laughs> retirement wow. accounts, and it's a lot of effort on our part. But we go through that effort, and we have to call the four three B companies, get the the proper paperwork, and that's something we'll help people do. So if you're if you're overwhelmed and thinking, hey, I don't know how to undertake that. Come in. I mean, you can lean on us and we'll walk you through it. We've done this many times. Well, and again, that's part of what the Secure Act 2.0 is talking about is creating that lost and found. Because, I mean, a lot of times companies will change names and they'll change providers. And I mean, it could get pretty convoluted pretty quickly. Yeah, I've, I've seen a case. I had a 35-year-old client up in the Bangor area come in and she she had seven separate 403B IRA type of accounts. And they were scattered all over the place. She just needed to get a handle on them. Sure. It, it's exactly her words, not mine. So- it was easily consolidated after we got a control on where things were and figure out what, what was going on and then pull them together. All right. 800-998-5649, Ron, if you're interested. Juan is in Saco. He says, I have a pre-tax 401k. I want to start converting to a Roth. Does that money need to go to a traditional IRA first or can it go directly to a Roth IRA uh, from the 401k? I'm 62. I plan to retire at 67. Yeah, that's a great question. So two things I want to make a mention here. So on the paperwork that you uh, you you get from your 401k provider, usually there's a spot to check a box that it's going to the new account and the new account is going to be a Roth, let's say. Mm-hmm. So you can convert from a 401k to a Roth and they'll you'll deal with the taxes um, when you uh, get your 1099. Well, I, I would I would I would check though first one in what your taxable amount's going to be on that conversion. If your household income is above a certain amount, you want to make sure you're not going to convert too much too quickly because it could bump you in another tax bracket and affect the rest of your household income. So that's a strategy we look at every year. Usually it's October timeframe with with all of our clients and everybody else that wants to come in and talk about this saying, what's your household income look like for the year? What's the next tax brackets look like? And then how far are we away from those next tax brackets? And then proceed, maybe do it in portions over, over several years instead of trying to do it all at once, right? Because that can be that can be a pretty uh, eye-opening experience to do a large amount all I mean, like that from a tax standpoint. It, it can, but I had a, a case recently, a Massachusetts couple, and uh, so he he he's got uh, both both him and his wife have Massachusetts state pensions, and they were making about twelve thousand dollars a month in pensions plus other investment income they had. They had about two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year in income, and it was never going to go below that. So. His question to me was he had almost $2 million in IRA 401k monies. He said, Kev, should I, should I convert in a lump sum or, or, or not? And I say, you know what? In my opinion, knowing the tax rates are going higher, I would, because your income is always going to be in that level, I would just convert the whole $2 million and let's get it all up front, lump sum, pay the, pay the piper, and we're going to convert it to a Roth and then you'll never have to worry about taxes because he was only 60 years old. Wow. And I said, you got kids and you got a good income, you're probably not going to need a lot of this money. So you're going to really invest for the next 30 years, but it's going to be in a Roth. So there's going to be zero tax. So it made sense in some cases like his to, to do the whole thing. Sure. Well, and again, that's the way that, I mean, that's the way you have to sort of pass on that generational wealth in light of Secure Act, the first version that took away the stretch. Yeah. That, that's exactly my, my explanation. And part of the discussion was, hey, your kids, when you pass, are going to have to take that money over 10 years. And if it's 2 million bucks, maybe it's 4 million by the time you pass away. That's 
that's $400,000 a year they're going to have to take. And if they're at their peak earnings years, it's going to hurt them potentially. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. All right. Wow. That sounds, I mean, what kind of, boy, that couple is really something, huh? If they're, if they're doing that and they got that kind of income, wow. Good for them. Yep. Yep. It's, it, some people are like that. Yeah. You know? Well, that's, yeah. 800-998-5649. Let's see if we got time for another one here. Let's go to Jerry in Augusta says, is there a written formula to manually calculate how much a person can convert from an IRA uh, to an established Roth in 2021 while staying in the current 12% tax bracket? I'm single and 68 years old and on social security. Well, it's plays right into what we're talking about. That, 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 that's, a, that's a perfect segue from, from what we just talked about, right? And and Jerry, you, you nailed it here so that you want to look at your 12% tax bracket, how much from your income currently to the next tax bracket, and that's the amount we will look to potentially convert. And again, I tell people, let's wait until October, November to, to have this conversation. Not to have the conversation. We'll have the conversation during the course of the year, but we won't execute until October, November when it's a clear uh known what your income is going to be. Because if, if you do it early in the year and all of a sudden something happens, you come into some money, your income changes for some reason, you can't pull that back. You don't want to get pinched. So it's better to wait till October, November, execute at the end of the year, talk through it during the course of the year, but execute at the end. That's right. All right. I like that. And again, once again, we're up against the clock already, Kevin. The shows go by so quickly. Let's go ahead and invite folks to get on your calendar one last time today. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. And they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio. So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions, or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new, hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So, for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Again, this is it. This is the last time today. We're going to open up the phone lines, invite you to call, get on the calendar with Kevin and his team at Frisbee and Associates uh, to kind of break things down. Maybe take that complex financial world and make it something that's a lot easier to understand. Here's your chance to get a true practical financial review. And if you're listening, then give us a call. It's 800-998-5649. You heard Kevin, the next 10 callers get that comprehensive financial review. You see where you are today, of course, but more importantly, you walk out with a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. Kevin, as always, one of my favorite hours of the week is right here. Just having this conversation, it's, it's just so important for folks to hear. 
Yeah, good stuff, Steve. Great show today. And uh, for all the listeners, if you're calling up, don't procrastinate. We're going to pick up the phone and, and call you back within an hour of the show ending. And looking forward to taking those calls. Hey, we want to thank everybody for listening. We really do appreciate it. And we're going to be back again next week. New topics, new questions, and more right here on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.